Yo, what is going on, guys? Jackson's out there playing golf. We actually had a confusion on the times, but hey, what is going on, guys? We are here, and guess what has happened? 4-2, Steph Curry wins finals MVP. The Warriors have won the NBA championship. My, oh, my, did I expect that? No, you know, actually, my Brian Scalabrini jersey, white mamba, should be around here somewhere, but that is nor here nor there. And Jackson has joined us, the golf bud. Let's go over here. What's good? I'm, I'm so sorry for... <laughs> You're good. It's, it's my bad. I woke up to so many messages this morning, and I was like, dude, did someone get murdered? Because <laughs> I had messages from you, my girlfriend, other people, and I was just like, it's really not this deep. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in, for the viewers, I'm in Florida right now, and it's... I gotta golf every day. Say that like it's a bad thing. I golf every day, and I gotta on, drive to Fort Myers. You're on one of those like bro golf trips where you guys are like hitting 28 holes a day. I did play 27 yesterday. That's that's absurd. I did play 27 yesterday. I got I got a rock and tan going. I bet you do look like you have some color. Yeah. Fresh lawyer cut. Did you watch that video I sent you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Ow! Ow! You old as fuck. Man, man, I'll, I'll stay positive. <laughs> We're going to be back. He's like, you, that, you, you, need to, you need to switch me from setter to shooting guard. <laughs> That's the best line. <laughs> that dude is. that. Who, I forget who that creator is. Mark he's, Phillips, he's I think. Mark oh, Phillips. Oh, yeah, he's funny. Dude, I was crying watching that. Or like the Marcus Smart. Oh, I was locking up Steph. He can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Was he just missing, or were you locking him up? <laughs> I was, I was literally in tears this morning watching that. Just kept replaying it. I was like, "This is so true." Yeah, that was my favorite. Derek. That was my favorite one. <laughs> Derek. Oh, dude, that was so good. But I actually, this whole time, I wanted—I've said this before—I wanted Andrew Wiggins to win Finals MVP just because it would have been funny. Who vote? Who who does the Finals MVP voting? Is that uh? Amongst the media, the NBA officials, or the fans? Very good question. I'm going to search this up right now. I'm actually curious as all hell. NBA I did fans. not want Andrew. I mean, like, I want Andrew Wiggins to eventually win a finals MVP, but this was Steph's year, and now you can't clown him for not having one. 11 people decide who the final MVP is. The award is decided by a panel of 11 media members who cast votes after the conclusion of the finals. So they just do it like right away, I guess. I guess they're out. They're probably at the game. I mean, yeah. Think about it for boxing and UFC. They immediately yeah. give you the scores card, so they're probably like, and we know what the odds are. At every game of the final, they would update the like who's the front runner. Yeah. Because remember That's Andrew true. Iguodala, everyone no. Remember the year Andrew Iguodala won it was the year everyone was like, oh, LeBron James should be the first person to win it since Jerry West on a losing team. Yeah. That was like legitimately he came in second. Everyone, there was a whole argument that I still think LeBron James should have won that finals MVP. How do you win a finals MVP if you don't win, though? How do you do that? How? How Jerry, why? Jerry West did it, and if Jerry West did it, LeBron James should have been able to do it. Yeah, Jerry West did it in 429 BC two decades ago, or 2,000 decades ago. So 1969. I actually want to know what his stats were. 
Okay, Jerry, they better be freaking good. They they better be unbelievably good. So, uh, Jerry West final stats 1969. All right, Jerry West in game 7 had 42 points, 13 rebounds and 12 assists. Um Let's see. There's not like a whole page that breaks it down. But by their tools, Jerry West, okay? Jerry West played in seven games. He had how many points? He made 96 field goals. Okay, he had 265 points in seven games. This man Whoa, averaged. That's like, five, thir- that's like 50 points, isn't it? That's 37.8 points a night. With, oh, my God. I can't do math. I can't either. I'm, this is all a calculator. <laughs> seven and a half assists and like. Six rebounds a night. And like, oh, I did all that math. Went to the right of these stats. There, there, there was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, look good for him. He did all that and lost, just like LeBron James. Twenty fifteen, right? That man dropped like forty ten and ten. Was it twenty fifteen? He averaged thirty five point thirty five point eight thirteen and a half rebounds and eight and a half assists. Yes, though, he shot 39.8% through the series. I think that's better stats than Jerry West. Well, to me, they both had four losses, so they both are in the same category of non-eligible. So He would have won that. He would have won that. He had four final votes out of of 11, LeBron. Like, Iggy only had seven. Thank God people got their heads screwed up. All right. Imagine the Super Bowl ceremony or imagine last night's ceremony and you had freaking like Jason Tatum. Walk we we, up on we all thing. know that wouldn't have happened. We can't even dream that. But just imagine, literally just imagine. All right. Imagine the Celtics won and that was them celebrating last night. Steph Curry gets up on the podium. It's the whole freaking Celtics winning team on the stage. All right, Steph, you can come on up here. Steph Curry's finals MPV. That'd be so funny, though. How how embarrassing would that be? Do you even accept? I wouldn't even want it. I'd be like, that's not how this works. I don't want it. Don't give it to me. Yeah, but all right. I'm done with the finals. I'm honestly so pissed off. You're done with the finals? I wanted the Celtics to win. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm in the finals. Uh, I'll make my point. So for the future, for the for the young ones who come back and watch these clips in ten years, they can hear me say this: This was the best and greatest, by far, Golden State Warriors championship run, finals win of the last eight years. Because it's the first one that they didn't need to go get Kevin Durant for. No. No. I I actually don't hate the Warriors or anything like that. I I just wanted them to lose. I I got I love the Celtics basketball players, but Marcus Smart rubs me the wrong way now. Like I'll still like he's he's still a dog, but Every like he's I'm get I'm not getting close to Chris Paul territory because I have a personal vendetta against Chris Paul because he's just a dirty douche. But 
Really? You actually have a personal vendetta against it? Why? I think Chris Paul is insanely overrated, and I think he is dog shit. I don't think he could ever or will ever. I Did think he tell you to go fuck now. yourself or something? On no, Twitter? I think it's just very clear why he's never won a finals. And because he got hurt, carried him all regular season. All those stats show Chris Paul is uber efficient. He doesn't, he just doesn't possess that gene. He's like, he's like, he's like 39. No, he's never possessed that gene. He's never. I, I, I really wonder. Well, so I'm a, Rock, I'm a Rockets guy. That guy can, that man is dog shit. Like, we he, are going to talk about the Rockets soon. I mean, he's all right. Well, I'll do that because I got to go soon. So I can't do a, I can't stay the whole time. All right, let's talk about the Rockets real quick. Uh, Eric Gordon supposedly on the trade block to try to do a similar trade where they wow. at least want to get a first round pick back. Um, uh, as Eric Gordon's being used as trade bait, but Christian, not Christian, Kevin Porter Jr. is approaching his rookie extension talks. It's supposedly they're being cautionary about it. What do you think? Do you do you resign Kevin Porter Jr.? Who do you think you should trade? Do you send Eric Gordon to a similar team like Dallas Mavericks? I feel like they did the nice thing and sent Christian Wood to a contending team, and I think they'll do the same thing to Eric Gordon. Oh, Eric, I think. Yeah, Eric Gordon will definitely go to a contender if they trade him. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's coin flip uh, if he gets traded or not. I'd, I'd actually be pretty surprised at this point if, if he got traded. But I don't think they'll get a first-round pick for Eric Gordon. I know I wouldn't get rid, give a first-round pick for Eric Gordon. Um, you don't think a team like the Knicks wouldn't give up a first-round pick, send over like Al Burks and uh, – yeah, like Al Burks and. Oh no, I think they're way better with Al Burks. I I wouldn't. I, I don't think Eric Gordon is that good at this point in his career. I I would, I would wait till he hits free agency and throw him on the bench and give him twenty a night. But, um, these young kids need a role model, so I wouldn't be surprised if if he sticks around. Last year, Eric Gordon was extremely efficient. Man, like led the league in three point percentage for like the first half with like. It was like on something crazy. It was like 50% or something. I think Eric Gordon is good. I can't, I just can't think of a team. If I'm the Knicks, I give a first round pick. I think that's just so stupid. But you they, wouldn't take the same. What? You wouldn't take like a combination of Al Burks, Cam Reddish. Oh, I would. But if I'm the Knicks, I think that's stupid. I would, if I'm the Knicks, I'm giving like, I'm giving Reddish. I mean, I'd even do Reddish for Gordon straight up as a Rocket fan. So, um, I don't know if the money works. I think Alberts makes like ten million a year, and then you throw on Cam. Because yeah, you're gonna need like eighteen or twenty for Eric. So, so I think the yeah, pack, package of Burks and Reddish would have to. If you're saying, I think that would be fine if there's no picks involved. Reddish and Burks, because then the Rockets could just trade Burks again. Yeah, so I like that a lot more. I mean, I think I'm, the Rock go. I'm just I'm hopeful they can. I just what, I mean, what do you think? I don't know if they're going to be able to get that. I think it'll be a draft night trade because it also depends on. There's more and more rumors. I don't like Chet Holmgren. Seems like he's going to go to Oklahoma. It seems like that's what's going to happen. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma drafts Paulo Bancaro because more and more reports. It used to be they're drafting Bancaro, but now I see reports where they're saying they're either going to be choosing between Bancaro or Chet Holmgren. So wow. it seems like more and more people don't know if Bancaro – because who would you want, Bancaro or Holmgren? I'm a Bancaro guy. 
I'm on the big Yeah, I think I've been swayed to Bancaro. I think just for his fit on the Rockets. I like that he's from Seattle. I like his swagger. I didn't know he was from Seattle. Yeah, and so is Kevin. So I think he's got that gene in him that Chris Paul lacks and Devin Booker and Jason Tatum currently lack. But and Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> no, I think Paolo is the guy. I don't know if you I, I don't know if you saw the picture of the Rockets GM eating dinner with Ben Carroll. I've never seen something like that. I don't know if maybe that's something common, but I've never I mean yeah. I've never looked for that. That's common. You yeah, top prospects. You Usually lottery prospects, you go out, and most of the time draft prospects, you go out and have a dinner with the team officials. Like the night of your, if you have a workout with the team, it's usually a full day process. Interviews, okay. you out the, yeah, because they're not only trying to see who you are as a like a basketball player, they're trying to see who you are as a man. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm I'm good with either. I think Bankero is is probably my better. I think he's a safer pick. Chet kind of worries me sometimes, but I'd still take Chet. I I mean, maybe they're even trying to get up to pick number two, so they don't even have to worry about that. Because why? I, there's no, there is no way. What's up, Shade? There's no way they're picking somebody at twenty six. I, I I have a hard time believing they're taking all three of those first round picks. Like, you just have four last year. I think they're gonna bundle those two picks and maybe oh, yeah, a guy like Sean or Eric Gordon and throw them to like the Cavs for what do the Cavs have 10 or 11 14, 14, 14. yeah so maybe try and move into the lottery or something I was gonna say the Hornets they have 13 and 15 oh there you go yeah so you two, can get 13 two lottery picks and but at the same time I could also see the Sacramento Kings would you take a package of the 26th pick the 30th what not the third? It's the sick twenty-six pick, and I think it's the seventeenth pick. Eric Gordon, and I guess who else would you throw in there for the Kings and the Frank Kings? Tate. And yeah, Jay Sean Tate, Jay Sean Tate, Eric Gordon, both first-round picks that are seventeen and twenty-six for the fourth pick. Oh, well, there's my way sack. That was that. What else would you have to sweeten? Do you throw in a few more futures? You'd have to sweeten the deal with Christian Wood, and he's gone. Well. Say that you take, I guess, Rayshon Holmes' contract off the books. Oh, yeah. True. And then you send them Eric Gordon and Jay Sean Tate, maybe the two first-round picks from this year's draft, and then maybe one or two protected future firsts. Yeah, it's not too bad. I don't, I, <laughs> are they that? Dude, I they're, like Rayshon Holmes. <laughs> I do like Rayshon Holmes, but the thing is, is that they're desperate to win now. Yeah. I, I hate solid, though. They want so there's supposedly Jaden Ivy doesn't want to play in Sacramento. Yeah, and Sacramento is trying to dangle the fourth pick as much as possible as trade bait to get a starting level player because they want to be in the playoffs next season. Yeah. I mean Eric and Jay Sean would definitely help fill that uh, Yeah, fill that team up. They literally have a starting lineup. Fox, Eric. Jay Sean Tate, Harrison Barnes, DeMontis Sabonis. That's not a bad starting lineup. Yeah, Harrison. I think they should trade Harrison. I like Harrison Barnes. I'm a huge – I think Harrison Barnes is like the perfect fourth option on a championship team. Yeah, he's, he's money. I just – I feel like he's probably their best asset. Trade-wise? Trade, yeah. Well, it's Rayshon Holmes and 
Harrison Barnes, which is about thirty million dollars of trade. Yeah, my 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 just thing with Rashawn Holmes is I feel like teams know they don't want him. Why I love him though. He was so good a year ago. I he kind of didn't have a great season this past year, but he's a guy who literally has worked his way up, similar to Christian Wood, every year. I think undrafted guy, G League guy, and. If you look at his stats, I mean, he shot 40% from three. I don't know from on how many attempts, but basically last year he averaged 14 points, 1.6 blocks, and eight rebounds a game. He's solid, man. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping him, and I'm trading Harrison Barnes, and I'm picking at four. That's what I'm doing if I'm sacked. Also, what's this trend with guys that, like, they shoot three-pointers early in their career, and then they just give up. Like Rayshon Holmes, similar to Dwight Powell. They both look like they used to shoot like multiple threes a game, and then someone told them, stop that shit. Yeah, maybe it maybe it just didn't fit in with the scheme, and then he was... Shot 35% on one-and-a-half attempts the second season, Rayshon Holmes. That's yeah. actually like really good. Yeah, that's uh... All right, any last thoughts? I know you have to get out of here. Um... Yeah, I mean, real quick, Christian Wood talk. I mean, oh yeah, I think he'll play good defense. Finally, he's he's not a bad, he's not as bad of a defender as some people say. I hate to rag on Rocket fans, but I swear to you, most of these dudes don't watch these damn games. Like, who Christian 50, Wood? Was someone it? put somebody whose ass put fifty points on Christian Wood. Who? Christian Wood allows fifty points. Not on the Rock Show. I gotta find that. Find this. I don't know. Here's my thing. I don't know why Wood was ever moved to the five position. I don't know how Houston still believes they don't need a at least somebody on the def, like a defensive anchor at center, just on the roster. I guess that's what they did with Tice, and that didn't work out. But I don't know whose idea it was to move Wood to the four or to the five. I. He's a fine rim protector. He's a better weak side rim protector. I don't understand why he's got to go up against these guys like Joel Embiid when that's not what he excels at. So I think he was just given a tough situation on a dog shit defensive team. And I think it's something similar. I have a question for you. What do you view Carl Anthony Towns as defensively? When he's trying? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Mr. 81? But okay, Carlton Towns when he tries on defense, he's he's a plus defender and he's never going to win an award or be on a defensive team just because he kind of has cinder block feet on defense. And I I don't know if that's just from a lack of focusing on that stuff. Like he's a guy Carlton Towns, he can guard arguably 3 through 5, but it's he doesn't So he's shot. adequate. He yeah, it's it's just comes back to Andrew Wiggins, if you looked at him on the Timberwolves, he was dog shit. I wrote an article on this. Link will be in the description. But he was dog shit at defense. For years, we we're like, God damn, Andrew Wiggins. Like, can you learn how to play defense? Then he goes to the Warriors and he learns how to he's not he knew how to play defense, but he actually starts to play defense. And I think again it comes down to if you're on a losing team, why are you playing defense? Yeah. Well exactly. defense and doesn't get you paid. Exactly, and the the reason I bring him up is because we look back to like two years ago when the Wol the Timberwolves had a horrible defense because and their guards before they get Bev, 
before they get some of their guys, even some of their just development, like it wasn't, you're running by their guards. You're running by their players, and then it's Cat's the only guy down there. So I think it was similar with the Rockets. You're you're breezing through KPJ. You're breezing through Jalen Green, and you're just you're breezing through Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, when he tries, can play some D, but you know what I'm saying? Like these are small guards. You breeze by him, and then it's up to Christian Wood, and then you factor in all this other stuff where it's like this isn't going to get me paid. This isn't even the role that I should be here. I'm more weak side. I'm better off weak side. Like it just doesn't. It just never made sense to me. So, Kevon Looney, in, in this past season, in the past year, has dropped five separate games of double digit points against Christian Wood. Specifically, the last time they faced January thirty first, twenty twenty two, Kevon Looney dropped twenty four points, thirteen rebounds. One block shot, two steals, and two assists against Christian Wood. It's abysmal. It's abysmal. Yeah. I think Powell dropped thirty on him. But all right, that's 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 it for me. Unfortunately. Um, oh, all right. I'll carry the. Yeah, Wait, sorry about that. <laughs> Gandar said, "If there was a draft fifteen years ago, your new starting team, and you know how to draft players, would you pick LeBron or Steph?" Well, fifteen years back, LeBron and Steph weren't in the same draft class. But if you're starting a new team, also you have to protect about eight players or 11 players, depending on how many they let you protect. So both players would be protected. But now if we're talking a fantasy draft, I'm taking I'm taking LeBron. I'm taking LeBron as well. Build a team around. Because also you don't understand. Steph Curry, was sh- no, he wasn't shit his first four years. But Steph Curry, we thought his career was over his first four years. Steph Curry's ankles did not yeah. work. If yeah, you look... If you wonder, like, why does Steph Curry have the world's bulkiest ankle braces on 24-7? It's because the first four years of his career, he missed so many games due to ankle problems that there was actual, like, question if Steph Curry was going to actually have a career. So, with that being said, LeBron. Because we assume if the same thing 15 years ago, we'd assume the first four years, Steph Curry would have the same problems. You should pick LeBron either way. Yeah, either way. Either way, you should take LeBron. Because people don't realize LeBron's problems, like team-wise, have not. Yeah, yes, like obviously he has created discourse, but it's not like he constructed those rosters entirely. Like some of them, yes, he did help, but the ones, like for the first ten years of not seven years of the Cavs team, he didn't have any help. Imagine if he had actual help on those Cavs team. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll, I'll see you, you man. Monday. Enjoy your golf. Peace and peace. <laughs> All right, guys. It is just me here. Yes, it's about to get weird. We should be I don't even I'm in a whole debacle with the radio. If we're not live on the radio, this show will be rebroadcasted on the radio post edit. So I'm in a huge debacle with the radio station. They're being a holes. But so first off, Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report. I'm not a huge fan of his, but he has. <laughs> so, Jake Fisher, somebody I'm not a huge fan of because the OG Ananobi rumors supposedly were false, and Scotty Barnes called them out, and a bunch of other NBA players said Jake Fisher is not beloved amongst NBA players, but he has reported that Nerlens Noel is being actively shopped by the New York Knicks. 
which I'm not surprised with because if they do want to re-sign Mitchell Robinson, Mitchell Robinson's going to cost probably closer to $15 million, but similar money to New Orleans Noel. New Orleans Noel's he's being paid starting level center money, about $10 million a year. Same thing as Rayshon Holmes. There'll be a team that I believe will be interested in him. Specifically, I think the Toronto Raptors would benefit from getting a guy like him. Let's send them Kem Birch and a package of bench guys and maybe throw in a first-round future protected first-round pick or multiple second-round picks. I'd be fine with that. I don't know if you guys would be for New Orleans, no web to the Raptors. You guys get a rim protector that you've needed. But besides that, we're just going to go through some NBA rumors, and we'll do some draft talk as we continue through this. The Mavericks, all right, are pursuing Goran Dragic again. We thought at the beginning of last year, Moses Brown and Dwight Powell were going to be packaged together in a deal that would send Goran Dragic to the Mavs, but he played one game for the Raptors, disappeared, got bought out, went to the Nets, had a terrible time with them, played one okay game in the playoffs, and Goran Dragic looks like he's over the hill. Now, allegedly again, this is all the Jake Fisher Jazz would be happy to keep Rudy Gobert on a potential Rudy Gobert trade not materializing. It's right now allegedly 50-50, 60-40, as if they don't find the right package that they think is worth it, they are very happy to keep him. And supposedly there's a lot of people in the organization or around the organization that would be fine with that. And also going back to the Knicks, the Knicks do believe they have a shot under at getting Jalen Brunson. Now... Okay, so how do I find all my information so fast? Right here, if you guys are curious. I First off, I have a bunch of, on my phone, NBA Central, Hoop Central, Sean Strania, Adrian Wojnarowski, Tim McMahon, a few others. I have all their notifications turned on on my phone. So then I go to TweetDeck. Oh, well, I just have their notifications turned on on my Twitter. So then I go to TweetDeck which is a thing of Twitter and that just, I have continuously refreshing of information, but as well as hoopshype.com, they have a, if you just search up hoopshype.com, they have this area slash rumors slash is the actual thing. Hoopshype.com slash rumors where they actually consolidate into a page that they constantly refresh about NBA news. And I kind of just sit there <laughs> like a lot of my days and I just refresh this this page it's actually provided by US Today Sports shout out US Today and it provides me with the tags with who said the information and what the information is regarding and this is how I I delegate the, the consumption of NBA rumors and tweets and all that so yeah, and then just the the be, being able to make videos real fast is I have OBS with filters already plugged in, so really I don't have to do any of the audio editing besides leveling up the audio to a certain so the peaks are correct, and then that way all I have to do is just find the the footage on Premiere Pro. Plus I have an iMac. This is on my iMac right here. I have an. Ex- external monitor and then I have a MacBook over there and I also use my phone if I'm ever so it's it's just a rinse and repeat process that I've done so many times that I'm just fast at now but let's get back to the NBA we're talking Rudy Gobert 
All right, Rudy Gobert right here. And also, Ergen Ottman, the head coach of Anfadu FS, is coaching the Turkey team or the Turkish team. And it's not Turkey, it's Turkey. Turkey. And this is a guy that he's, he'll be coaching Furkan Korkmaz, Chetty Osman, Alperin Shagun, Omer, year to seven, are all on that tur Turkish team. That'd be also Ergen Ottman. He's supposedly in discussion for an assistant head co assistant coach job, but supposedly he's only coming over if he has the guarantee of being able to eventually become a head coach in the NBA. Now, Chet Holmgren would rather go to Oklahoma City. However, it has been rumored that, you know, there's both sides. Not only OKC is deciding between Holmgren and Bancaro, the Magic are deciding between Bancaro, not Bancaro, Holmgren and Jabari. Jabari's only worked out with OKC and the Magic as he's expected to go in the top two. I expect the Magic to draft Jabari Smith. And Chet doesn't want to go to Orlando, which is good because F Chet Holmgren. Now, listen, what do I think? I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of this. Also, damn, Jordan Poole is looking at a contract that will pay him 20 to 25 annually. Depending on what Jalen Brunson gets in free agency, will set the market for Jordan Poole. I have said this all offseason long that Colin Sexton and Tyus Jones contracts will be shaped by whatever Jalen Brunson goes for. Jalen Brunson will be the first domino to fall. Colin Sexton's agents, and so will Tyus Jones' agents, be sitting there and being like, all right, we're not going to talk numbers until we see what Brunson signs for. Brunson will be the first deal to fall, and once they see what Brunson goes for, they'll be like, all right, he got that much. Take off a little bit off the top, cause, and that will help figure out what Colin Sexton and Tyus Jones are worth. Now, Draymond on Green will be extension eligible. That could pay him up to $35 million a year. And the Warriors are set to pay a luxury tax payment of $170.3 million for the 2021-2022 season, which gives them a $346.2 million payroll and luxury tax combination for the team. They have such a large payment because they were subject to a higher tax rate since they are repeat tax offenders. And they will be continuing to be in it for the foreseeable future. It's possible that the Warriors bring back key role players to fill out the roster while having luxury tax payments with a vicinity of last year's $170 million payment. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. Dude, like, I get $1,000 and I'm giddy. I couldn't even imagine having a million. <laughs> and, look, damn, was this a, a choke job by... It was a joke job by the Celtics. I really, I don't have much else to talk about this. I'm just more disappointed by it every time I see it. So let's go into mock draft territory. I don't know how much you guys enjoy watching the mock drafts, okay? It says my connection is unstable, but I have full bars, which is strange. Either way, let's talk about the NBA mock draft. You guys know I have done seven mock drafts so far. My eighth mock draft will be coming out in the next week. I will have nine mock drafts by NBA Draft Day. Now, if we go over and I share my screen right here. Let's share screen two. Tell me if you guys can see this fine. If not, comment down below if this looks fine, if you guys can see it. So this is currently my current mock draft that I have done. 
I'll zoom in for you guys if needed. I can do it like this. Ooh, wrong way. Don't care for this. Alrighty, let's go zoom in for here. There we go. Booyah. Now, that should be way closer up for y'all. I have Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, Paulo Bancaro. At four, I have Jaden Ivey. And every day I look at that, and I don't know. I think the Kings are going to trade that pick. Jaden Ivey does not want to go to Sacramento. And personally, when I look at this, I think, hey, what could be? I think this is probably will be best. And I think when I look at this, I'm like, okay, Jaden Ivey, Sacramento wants to be, if Sacramento keeps this pick, I would not be surprised if Keegan Murray goes at four. Keegan Murray is going to go to a team that is wanting to have a guy who could be a starter now. You remember Chris Durarte, who last year was considered the most NBA-ready player in his draft class? That is how Keegan Murray is. Keegan Murray is expected to be day one. He's considered a similar player to Tobias Harris, which I think Tobias Harris is subject to an unreal amount of hate that he's way better okay and personally look i think if you look at keegan murray i'm a huge fan of his i think he's an accomplished player but another player behind him benedict matherin has been flying up the boards he is a month younger than chet holmgren but he's played two full seasons of college basketball people forget about that that's also another thing chet holmgren is one of the older player prospects in the lottery and it's actually incredibly interesting to see that aj griffin if you guys don't know i don't know where he'll go i've seen him all over the boards he's a guy he's a great three-point shooter but he got injured and that athleticism hasn't shown back up and his defensive abilities are pretty pretty awful in the sense that he's not a good defender and there's a plethora of things that this team needs to do. But Dyson Daniels, another guy that a lot of teams are calling the safest pick in the draft. I know Jeremy Sohan, a lot of you guys might not. My dog is like licking her paw and it's like a bad paw. Hey, stop it. I, I told you not to do that. My dog's like looking at me. But she has this one paw that she keeps. Let that paw heal. She's like looking at me like, go fuck yourself. But Malachi brought him to the Knicks. The Knicks can solve their center woes, but they do they need a bit if they lose Mitchell Robinson, will they need a big man? Yes, but they can do that in free agency. Now they need scoring more than anything. Malachi brought him can help them there. Johnny Davis, he says he wants to play for the Wizards. I think he goes to the Wizards or the Spurs. Spurs could replace Lonnie Walker with him, but if Dyson Daniels is there, I do fully expect them to take Daniels fits the Spurs way better. Shade on Sharp. You're probably looking at that to the Pelicans. Yeah, he hasn't worked out for many teams. And basically, I believe the Pelicans and the Hornets. The Hornets was the lowest lottery team to work him out. Pelicans, if he slides, he's not going past the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans just want to are licking their chops at the thought of a future lineup of Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, and Shade on Sharp and Zion Williamson. I know there's C.J. McCollum there, but like C.J. McCollum has two to three years at most in New Orleans. Okay, He's an older player. He's not going to play there forever. 
Now, a guy that a lot of people who followed my channel know I'm huge on. Also, o the Cleveland Cavaliers have 10 options. As of right now, I have them going Ochai Abaji. Another thing is Hoops Hype has a draft workout tracker that I use. So when I look at players, I try to make, or when I try to do my mock drafts or NBA draft analysis, I use this workout tracker that tells me it literally, it's basically a Excel sheet that's they have on the website that shows them every single player who's worked out with every single team. So I look at that and that gives me an idea of the players that every single team is looking at. Again, that isn't a hundred percent reliable in the sense that teams do draft guys they don't even talk to or work out. The Sacramento Kings are a team that has drafted Davion Mitchell, someone they didn't even work out or speak to in the pre-draft process, and they drafted him. So there are there are teams that will draft a guy with no prior context in the pre-draft process. So if that is something you're worried about, teams do do that. Uzman Dang, I personally I believe Uz. AJ Griffin, Uzman Dang, Jalen Williams, and maybe AJ Griffin. I mean, AJ Griffin and Shade on Sharp are the two lottery guys that will potentially have the most vol volatile stock that they can either go up or down. While I think Ochai Abaji, Uzman Dang, and Jalen Williams are three guys that are borderline lottery guys who could shock people. Same thing with Jeremy Sohan who could shock people and go way higher in, in the lottery than expected, or they could slip into the 20s. Now, this range of 16, 17, 18, 19 is all going to be power forwards or centers or wings who can play power forwards because that's kind of what all these team needs is bigger wings who can guard multiple positions. So EJ Little, Tari Eason, Jalen Williams, who's Mandang, Dalen Terry, Mark Williams... You got guys like, don't be surprised if a Kendall Brown or a Marjan Bochamp goes that early. Then when you go into the 20s, this is where you'll see the guard play. The guard play and the rest of the centers, like a Walker Kessler, some of the guys whose stock have fallen, and Patrick Baldwin, Blake Wesley will be seen there. Jane Hardy will probably go there. Ty Ty Washington, a guy that I think will be really good, but for some reason, Kentucky guards have been slipping. So... There'll be that. Now, if there's anybody in the second round to look at, Bryce McGowans. Is it McGowans or Goins? Gowans, it seems like. He's somebody I like. He's young as all hell. But he looks like he's slipping, obviously. Yo, Jaden knows ball. Yo, 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 yo. What up? What it do? What it be? Now, there, there's a handful of players this second round's interesting because this is actually one of the weakest international draft classes. Like Gabriel Pochita, he's more of a Rokas, Yokobaitis, Leandro Palmaro type player. He's got a 40% three-point shot, incredibly fast, incredibly athletic. He's probably a draft in stash, but if you want to compare him, look up Rokas Yokobaitis, who replaced Leandro Balamaro in Barcelona and was drafted by the Knicks last year. Leandro Balamaro didn't really play much for the Timberwolves. He spent a year in Barcelona. He spent a few years in Barcelona, but a year after he was drafted in Barcelona, then came over to the Timberwolves this past season. They're all three secondary ball handlers who play the wing position. Roka Yokobaitis is a little shorter, but Gabriel approached it a similar frame to Balamaro, but a lot more athletic and more consistent three-point shot. Again, I think he'll be a draft and staff. 
Kai Soto, whatever team drafts him, he'll be a really good international brand. Is just look, Kai Soto, it's the problem with him is is he gonna be able to step out from five feet with within the basket? It seems like he can. Will the mobility and the physicality be able to translate into the NBA? Sure, that's a theory. But as like look at the guy I have right behind him, David Roddy. He's a small ball five and a power forward who's six five out of Colorado State, shot like thirty two percent from three this past season. His thing is he's just as ranked as highly as Kai Soto, if not higher, because of his multitude of positions he can play. And that's the problem. Everyone asks me why is Kai Soto being consistently ranked and seen as somebody who won't go in the first round or barely a second rounder. It's if you play one position it's hard to be drafted. I'm sorry, you just, in today's positionless basketball where versatility is key, the ability to guard multiples of positions, to be able to step out into the perimeter and provide not only perimeter defense, but also interior defense when needed and when called upon, is deemed in in incredibly important in today's NBA. And besides that, look at guys, PJ Tucker, Markeith Morris, Marcus Morris, Jay Crowder, all guys who arguably have extended their careers or become integral parts of their team's rotations and championship runs. Why? Because their ability to not only stretch the floor and space it to allow their players to play ISO on offense, but on defense, they can step out on small forwards and power forwards, but as well have the strength to go down low and bang against some of the big boys. And that's very much something that is coveted. Now, I am, I think Overtime Elite sucks. I, I think also Musa Diabate could be the 30th pick of the draft. He is somebody I could see being taken. Why? Because he has some great measurements, basically seven foot tall with over seven foot wingspan. And he just has a good NBA game that he can guard all five positions. I personally think that'd be good. Now, damn, we just we had hella, hella people watching and then just dropped for a sec. But either way, Gene Montero, look at that. I think he sucks. I'm not a Gene Montero fan whatsoever. Jalen Williams, another guy. Jalen Williams and Peyton Watson and Michael Foster could all shock people. Al Horford 2.0 and Jalen Williams. Michael Foster Jr., a lot of people are stoked about him being able to play center and power forward. Peyton Watson, he was awful, but he's like 19. Really raw. I hate Christian Brown, even though I go to the University of Kansas. All right. That was that. girlfriend just finished alrighty now sorry about me not talking right there I just had to respond to some messages the girlfriend texted me now I'm I'm just confused about what else we can talk about right here I mean there's a lot we could talk about but I'm I am getting a little little hungry and I'm thinking about free agency will this free agency look interesting i think free agency this upcoming year will be <laughs> suppose jordan Poole said where are we going andrew wiggins i'm going to motherfucking spain what what yes we can do that you're a world champion you about to get a bag you about to get a bag and the funny thing is is right there if you saw that moment between andrew wiggins and jordan Poole, andrew wiggins already got a bag andrew wiggins is like a 30 million dollar <laughs> a year athlete like everyone keeps talking that it's just funny but 
That's so funny. All right, guys. I, I'm going to wrap up today's show. Ready, so I got to work. I got to make some NBA videos. If you guys haven't followed my channel, like and subscribe. Go check out the channel if you're wherever you're watching on Spotify or Jackson's and I's YouTube channels are in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, check out our channels. Links are in the description. My articles that are right should, depending on when you're right now, they're not there, but maybe when you're watching them, I have put them in the description. I'm waiting for them to be uploaded. But they should be all uploaded in the future. I also have an NBA NFL channel that I've started if you guys are into the NFL. And Mr. 81, I can send you that. You just might have to DM me to remind me because I am going to go take a shit and get on with my day. Now, that is Toodaloo. I hope you guys do have a great day in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I love y'all. Have a good one.